RadioInfluence.com. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show. I'm looking for a uh, somebody. Is this uh, Mrs. Fartmouth? Who's this? Mrs. Uh, Fartmouth? Is this you? I'm sorry. I'm having trouble hearing you. Um, this is Jose Castillo. I'm the vice president of your neighborhood's homeowners association. Mrs. Fartmouth, are you there? Who's this again? Oh, like I said, um, this is Jose Castillo. I'm the vice president of your homeowners association. I just have a few questions for you, uh, Mrs. Fartmouth. Um, do you want to talk to me? Is your husband home, or is it okay if I talk to you? Uh, no, you can talk to me. It's Mrs. Farmouth. What's that now? It's Mrs. Farmouth. You can talk to me. That's fine. Oh, okay. You don't have to wait for my husband. Okay. What, I, I have to go, though. So what is no, it? It'll just take a second. It's um, something that I'm making all of the uh, the residents of the neighborhood do because it's my duties as a vice president of the Homeowners Association, Mrs. Fartmouth. So what I'm going to do no, is... Farmouth. Um, Wait, what, what did I say? I'm sorry. It's the language barriers, I think. Did I say, what, what did I say before? You said fart mouth, and it's farmouth. Oh, Mrs. Farmouth. I'm sorry, Mrs. Farmouth. Yes, yes. Okay. So okay, what I'm going you. to do is put you through the automated system. It's going to ask you a couple of questions. What's your name? So on and so forth. Okay. About the neighborhoods. And I just need you to answer the questions as honestly as possible, please, Mrs. Fartmouth. And um, it will be very quick, very simple. Okay, and, wait, uh, wait. Yes? It's Mrs. Farmouth. It's not fart mouth. It's farmouth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm from Spain, so my my voice is a little. I'm sorry about that. Um, so Mrs. Okay. Farmouth, Farmouth, yes. Yeah. Right, right. Thank okay, you. Okay, yes. So I put you through the automated system. Um, right now, do you have maybe just a minute to spares? It'll just take I, one minute. Yeah, I have like a half a minute. It's gotta be fast. Okay, okay. Let me put you through the automated system right now. And thank you so much, Mrs. Fartmouth. It was a pleasure to meet no, you. No, no, it's not Mrs. Fartmouth. It's Farmouth. Thank you for holding. Please say your last name loudly into the phone. Farmouth. Please there? say your first name into the phone. I know. Stacy. Thank you, Stinky Fart Mouth. Stinky Fart Mouth? Are you kidding me? Stacy Farmouth! Is your name Stinky Fart Mouth? No, it's not Stinky Fart Mouth. It's Stacy Farmouth. Hello? Please say your first name again into the phone. Stacy Farmouth. Stinky Fart Mouth. Somebody talk to me. Can somebody talk back to me? Is your last name not Fart Mouth? No, it's not Fart Mouth. Please spell your last name again on the dial pad. F. F. A. A. R. R. M. T. It's not a fart! Froggy, that's a funny call. Stinky fart mouth. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I'm glad everybody realizes my immature brilliance eight years later. Thank you. Wow. She was getting pissed, especially with the automated thing at the end. Press one and stinky fart mouth and this and that. <laughs> That's some funny stuff. Hey, I got great email. We'll get into email in just a bit. First of all, on a very serious note, can you believe that Black Panther dude died? The Chadwick Boseman died? I was um, I was amazed to hear the news Sunday morning or Saturday morning when I first heard it. Uh, I had no idea he had colon cancer. I guess very few people knew. They kept this really, really quiet. The fact that he was battling colon cancer for four years and obviously it was late stage. Just a crazy story. We don't know the bulk of the details like his diagnosis and does he have a family history? You know, I've had my second colonoscopy now. Fester, you're how old now? I am 45. All right. Have you had a colonoscopy yet? Because you're not quite, you're just approaching the window. It's like late 40s, early 50s. Have you had one yet? I went to a bar once and a couple of guys offered to take a look. <laughs> All right. Fester, listen. Bottom, Fester. <laughs> bottom line here, when, when Fester goes in for a colonoscopy, I'm thinking the equipment's going to fall in there. They're not going to be able to retrieve it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let them it. take a look. I think the equipment will be fine. Uh, you know, no, we were talking about it just this weekend after the news broke. Uh, I haven't had a 
colonoscopy yet. Why so, not? What are you doing? Don't you have to be 40? No, it's like whenever a doctor recommends it. Now, they recommend typically it's like late 40s or like 50 years old for your first one. Unless oh, you really? have a yeah, unless you have a family history of sorts and there's some kind of predisposition to colon cancer in the family. Now, Froggy, you just hit what? You hit 40? I just hit 40, and I've been getting them for years. I'll, I mean, you know, my doctor just, this is part of the deal. Because uh, your IBS thing probably, <laughs> right? Does that somehow? No, I'm just kidding. I haven't been getting them for years, but I did get one when I had bleeding ulcers in my stomach, and they gave me one, and he goes, yep, there's an issue. But other than that, I haven't had one, but how about that he did all those movies when he was sick? That's unbelievable. That is incredible that. While he was treated, while Chadwick Boseman was being treated, he was shooting projects. And I would imagine that included Black Panther. That's absolutely incredible. 43 years old, died in his home, and the world was pretty much shocked that he had colon cancer. No one knew. I don't want anyone listening to be afraid of a colonoscopy because I had my first one when I was like 45 and there was no real reason to do it early. Uh, my doctor said, you know what? What the heck? Uh, you're probably five, six years away from needing it. But if you want to do it, I said, you know what? Let's just do it. No history of colon cancer in my family. And I did my first one. I, I did it actually in Tampa on Swan Memorial Hospital. You know, the, the Fester, you've been a, have you been a Memorial Fester? You know what? The only time I ever went to Memorial Hospital was to visit Meredith when she had a ruptured appendix. Oh, that's right. But yeah. Yeah. That, that little hospital in South yeah. Tampa, right? So my colonoscopy, the first one was done there, and everything was all spick and span in there. No polyps, no potential polyps. It was just shiny and new. It was it, it was a good-looking colon, apparently. And Ugh. that was it. And they said, hey, come on back in five years or so. I actually went a little long. I went, I think, six or seven years, and I had my uh, second colonoscopy done last year and again no polyps nothing the doctor said hey you don't need to come back for 10 years now so we'll say wow. I, I probably won't wait 10 years but the point i'm trying to make here with black panther with uh, chadwick boseman dying yeah you know, this is gonna obviously raise awareness and i just don't want people to put off a colonoscopy because you're scared there's nothing to it it i gotta be honest it's worse going to the dentist and getting a tooth drilled than getting a colonoscopy. The biggest pain in the ass, <laughs> uh, no, pun, <laughs> no, no pun intended, was when I did it like seven years ago, I had a drink, like a gallon of liquid with Miralax or whatever that's, you know, to clean yourself. That was the worst part, was having to drink that much of that crappy tasting liquid. But the second time around, they've improved it. And I can't remember the name, but just last year, there were two little bottles, maybe like eight ounces and it's like called Clin Peak, Clin Pack, or, and you just drink it right out of the bottle. And it might have been a total of maybe 16, 20 ounces. It was like nothing. You drink the first bottle, and that really cleans you out. And then you have you, have you do a second bottle just in case it missed something. So the prep was really easy. And then you show up, you lie down, they give you anesthesia. I think it was like milk of uh, amnesia, the stuff that Michael Jackson got. You know, they, they killed him, but that was obviously, that, you know, this this I'm talking about propofol, and I, I had propofol. When, remember I put the palm frond through my hand? I, yeah. I, I also had propofol for that when uh, Dr. Jeff Stone from FOI, when he did my hand surgery some years ago, propofol is really safe. You just can't be administering it in your bedroom. Uh, Nightly. Like, like Michael Jackson to go to sleep. I mean, that's ridiculous. They give you the anesthesia. You're knocked out, and you don't remember a damn thing. You wake up an hour or two hours later, and it's like nothing ever happened. There is nothing to it. There is zero issues with getting a colonoscopy, so don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Go get a colonoscopy, and especially with Chadwick Boseman, with him dying like this, please don't put this stuff on hold. Get it done, and hopefully it's uh, crystal clear, it's beautiful, it's clean, and you don't have to go back for years, but... You look at a, a star at 43 years old with th this guy having the world ahead of him. What a shame. See, you know, see, he's 43 and he's below the age that you say you should go get tested. 
right? Yeah, well, it depends. He must have had some predisposition. They found his cancer at 39, and I don't know. Again, we don't know if he had a family history, if there was a predisposition medically or what the deal is, but I would imagine that when they found it at 39, it I don't know what stage it was, but maybe it was already pretty advanced because colon cancer, if you catch it in the early stages, it's 90% curable. I mean, that's a really good stat. In the localized stage, the survivability is remarkably high, so you wonder what actually happened with Chadwick Boseman. What a shame. What a talent. You know, I remember something that really caught me off guard during my first colonoscopy and only colonoscopy. And when you wake up, MJ, I don't know if there was, if, was there people next to you in other rooms? Not rooms, but curtained off? Yeah, the last the one. Partitions. Yeah, the last yeah. one I had, yeah, there were people next to me. So when I woke up, it was a symphony of farts from <laughs> left to right. Because I guess I asked the nurse, I go, what's up with all the farting? It was like, <laughs> I mean, long, really, I'm like, it's like surround sound farts right now. I have no idea what you're talking about. I did not witness that the first time, and I didn't witness it the last time I had it done. When you got a colonoscopy, you didn't fart a lot? No. Really? No, all of us were farting up a storm. (laughs) Maybe they gave you baked beans while you guys were under. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> You have the good insurance. They gave you the extra propofol. You just slept through your farting. Oh, my God. I don't recall any of that. Hey, I got the craziest story. Have you ever heard of a cat psychiatrist? Oh, my like God. Send, please don't. Send your cat to the office to go to the head drinker? Guys, you're not going to believe this. My mom calls us last night. I'm in stitches. I'm falling over laughing. Michelle is choking and snorting. My mom is telling us a story about her cat is like 10 or 11 years old. And suddenly, I forgot the name of the cat. I don't even know. It's Mr. Whiskers or something. We got to get my mom on the phone here a second. The cat, for whatever reason, in this late stage, has decided to pee and poop all over their furniture. Like ruining, Ugh. ruining uh. couches and I mean all kinds of stuff. You, this is the craziest damn thing in the world. Call my mom. Let's get her on the phone. Hello. Hey, mom. Welcome to the hi. MJ Morning Show podcast. Hi. Say hi to Froggy and Fester. Hi. Hi, mom. <laughs> hey, beautiful. All right. Mom, you got to tell the cat story. You had Michelle and I rolling on the floor last night. I know it's not funny, but it is freaking funny. Uh, first of all, what is your cat's name? I'm sorry. I don't know. Bentley. <laughs> How old is Bentley the cat? Bentley is 11. You told us last night that you were trying to make an appointment at a cat psychiatrist. Can you please explain to everyone listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast why you need to take Bentley, the 11-year-old cat, to a cat psychiatrist? First of all, I didn't even know there was a cat psychiatrist. What the hell is that? It's a behavioral therapist that that is a cat psychiatrist, and there are only 69 of them in the United States. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> Wait a minute. There, there, there are only 69 behavioral cat psychiatrist in the u.s no no dog and cat oh oh, i'm sorry dog and cat excuse me now what exactly is wrong with bentley that you need to take bentley to the psychiatrist tell everybody bentley has sudden urges to pee and poop on my furniture (laughs) i'm sorry who doesn't i so yeah, Froggy was over at your house. Not funny. Not funny. Froggy would be pooping all over your furniture. All right, so mom, <laughs> can, can you can you explain what has been going on? Give us in graphic detail how many pieces of furniture. What what is Bentley the cat doing? First, he pooped and peed on his favorite chair, which I had to take the cushion, uh, the down filling out, and have the cover dry clean luckily they were able to get the odor out of the cover (laughs) and i have to have new filling put in 
<laughs> and then <laughs> what, what a pain. What else has happened? Then he then he pooped on a brand new sofa bed. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> and what else? Then he went on a rug in a bathroom. Could you add up the actual retail value, the retail price uh, of the? No, of, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to add it up. About, give us an I, idea. How then much? Then he went on another couch. Oh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, how many? How many couches do you guys have? Jesus, three. <laughs> so your cat is crapped on every couch in the house. Not everyone. He missed one. <laughs> Jesus, how many couches? <laughs> I, uh, uh, but I didn't tell you the best. What? I called the cat psychiatrist on Friday. They got back to me today. They can't see him till mid-November. So I really, I really <laughs> got angry. And the cat angry. needs a mask. I said, what am I supposed to do? Let my house get all peed up? So I Googled, I Googled, you know, what to do myself. What? <laughs> the, the cat psychiatrist can't see until November? Right. They're all booked up. <laughs> what do you mean they're all booked up? <laughs> Are cats really yeah, taking the coronavirus like hard? Was- <laughs> I, I guess so. Uh, right, so, Mom, who told you that you needed to go to a cat psychiatrist for the, the crapping problem? My regular vet. <laughs> but he recommended a couple of things. You recommended something called Seal Away that I, that you plug in. It emits some kind of a an odor right. that's supposed to be calming to the cat, and some kind of a CBD chew like people take. I can get that. So I'm doing those two things, hey, for- and I also put silver foil on all the furniture. <laughs> so, oh wait a minute. So, 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 what the, so wait a minute. You. Your whole house looks like you're cooking something in the oven? Yeah, I've got silver foil all over <laughs> you got the furniture. Foil all over the furniture. It's like it's like, right. a, it's like a tin foil hat. My god. Yep. All right, let, let me get Don't have to worry about aliens. <laughs> all right, let, let, let me get this straight. So far it's worked. He hasn't oh, done really? anything since Friday. Probably <laughs> the the crinkles probably scaring the crap out of the cat. How much did the cat psychiatrist want? How much per hour? I didn't ask because oh. I was so angry when they said, well, oh, they told me, I said, what are you kidding to the girl? I said, do you know how, how my house would look by November? I said, you've got to be kidding. Well, if you want your vet, your regular vet can consult on a, on a, <laughs> a FaceTime call or some kind of a call with the vet psychiatrist, and they can try to figure out what to do. I didn't even ask how much that would cost. Did you ask when you go to the office if they have your cat lie down on a little cat couch? No, no I didn't ask. <laughs> no, I didn't ask. Oh, the better be a right pretty awesome cat. Like an angel right now. Hey, Mom, what kind of a qualification, what kind of certification? Very good certification, Chief. Graduated from University of Florida Veterinary School right. and University of Pennsylvania. Well, that's a good one, yeah. She's board certified. <laughs> okay, come on, get out of here. <laughs> Wait a minute. The cat psychiatrist is board certified? <laughs> yep, yep, yes, board certified. And it's a very specialized field. Oh, this sounds like a racket, Mom. I'm sorry. This, well, uh... this cat came from a shelter. And we don't know the history of the cat. And the cat is a very expensive seal point Siamese cat that was returned <laughs> several times. And we don't know the reason. Well, now maybe yeah, we know the reason. Yeah, guess what? The cat was returned several times because the cat was crapping and peeing all over people's couches. I know, but he didn't do anything for seven years that I've had him. Oh, he my. didn't do one thing for seven it's years. It's the teenage Suddenly, years. He's rebelling. Years later, this happened. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, so what are you doing with your smelly cat crap and cat pee couches? Are they well, one? I put a cover on one. I put silver foil on everything <laughs> else. And one couch is ruined. One couch is totally ruined. Which couch is ruined? The living room couch. Oh, oh my God. Put it in the driveway. Someone will take it. I really didn't like it anyway. <laughs> so, 
All right, Bob. Good luck with the with the cat crap and and pee Thank and. You. I hope the maybe cat, with your research you can come up with another solution. I I hope the cat doesn't destroy your entire house before you get this rectified or rectumified. All right, Bob. See, oh, thanks. See you later. Bye, Bob. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay, MJ. Yeah. <laughs> your mom needs a show on TLC right now. <laughs> a board certified cat psychiatrist and it's. Your mom sounds great. I mean, how old is she? Well, she was born in 1945, so that makes her, geez, 75 years old. Sounds sharp as a whip, I must say. Oh my God. You know what? She yeah, sounded but... old as hell when she was yelling at the receptionist at the cat psychiatrist. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you know how my house is going to look in four months? COVID has struck Froggy's family, but in a oh. slightly different way. This is insane. So, Froggy, you and Kim opted not to send your kids back to school in person, so you're doing distance learning. But even at a distance, COVID-19 in the Hillsborough County Public Schools is affecting the Froggy family? Yes, it only took four days for us to get the big email that we have suspicion that a student has has been infected with COVID. So... You know, school's canceled at this point, really. But uh, luckily, we didn't send our kids. We were too, you know, obviously we're not going to send them. So if we would have sent our kids, they would have been possibly infected with COVID. What the hell happened? Tell us the story. All I know is that I got an email saying that a student has possibly been infected with COVID-19. So all virtual, so everything's going to be virtual class now. So when we, when we sent Max and Luke back to school, there was only like seven students in the school. The rest were virtual. Now everybody is virtual. After how many days? Four days. Of, four days. After yeah, four, four days, days of virtual slash in class. And now everyone is out of the class because a possible case of COVID exposure with a kid in the classroom. Yeah. And, you know, thankfully we didn't send them because I would be freaking out. Oh, my. Fester, your kids in school? I don't even know. Oh, yeah. I drop them off every morning. Yeah, my daughter has to be in school by uh, 8 a.m. and my little guy starts tomorrow. Hey, Fester, you're morbidly obese, man. <laughs> if if your kids get it and bring it home, you could be in, in a shitload of trouble, dude. Or or I could lose like 20 pounds really quick, and that would be great. And you have Morpheus Ascarnotis. What is that? What do you have? No, <laughs> My, Myasthenius Gravis. Yeah, he has Morpheus Gravis, and, and that has right. to be an underlying condition. I, I think the uh, I think the disease you just said is the enlargement of the gonads, and I do not have that. <laughs> I have myasthenia gravis, Froggy, and and, uh, and, that's and it's in remission. Yeah, yeah, Fester's in total remission. You haven't had anything in a long time, right? Okay, last summer I had a flare up, oh. but I got it under control. I'm sure that's an underlying condition, myostravius gravis, <laughs> and you need to just be careful. I love Look, you, buddy. Come on. I wouldn't be freaking out too much about your kids. It seems like they isolated it pretty quickly, and now everybody's virtual schooling it. Good. Speaking of COVID-19, did you guys see the Walmart shopper in Anchorage, Alaska, that lost his freaking head because he wasn't wearing a mask, and they wanted him to wear a mask, and then it got video? Did you guys see this damn thing? That guy was unbelievable. What is up with the, Wal- the Walmart you know, I go to Walmart a lot because they have good deals on fishing lures. Yep. <laughs> and they really are strict on the mat. You can't go in there without a mat. Yeah, we've talked about this on previous podcasts. And you brought up your fishing proclivities yeah. then. You got to hear this guy. And the guy's talking about he's God-fearing, and then he starts cursing. He's, he starts using the F-bomb oh, and everything. God. And can't be too God-fearing. Here, listen to this guy. Get back on your highway to hell and get out of a godly man's face. <laughs> What is get back from your highway to hell? And hold on, I gotta run that b- highway to hell. Get back from your highway to hell and get out of a godly man's face. Get back from your highway to hell and get out of a godly man's face. What what the hell does that mean, guys? Yeah, the guy was pretty clear if you ask me. 
get off your highway to hell. Repent now. This thing goes <laughs> for like two and a half more minutes. Listen to this. No, I will. By your very blind ignorance, you don't have the ability to even come up with your own ideas. <laughs> I don't even. When I've seen So he's godly and he's using the F-bomb and F-this? You've not established authority to tell me to leave. You go get management. You want to talk? You find management that I can no longer... Yeah. You have more management here. You want to speak to the store? Are you exercising your right as a private company? Take away my rights. Jesus Christ. You can refuse service. You are you refusing my service? Yes. Why don't you say we refuse your service? No. You don't have to yell. This guy's out of his <laughs> mind. All right, here we go. I choose to yell, and you cannot stop me. <laughs> I choose to yell, and you cannot stop me. <laughs> Love this guy. <laughs> what is wrong? Bye. Please return to your service of Satan in your ignorant belief that you are right. Return to your service to Satan? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, my God. Let's listen to another minute or so. Please, in the future, respect my rights. No one else's. You will never get my six-foot space. There we go, another F bomb. And then think I'm not gonna tell you! Okay. I will tell you you're wrong. Imagine being married to that. You oh, wrong. I know. Stop me. <laughs> Imagine being married to that. You hear the, you hear the person off to the side? <laughs> I know. Do you want to stop? Don't Have touch her. Are you gonna Don't touch her. Bring your police. Bring your police. You will not. I, I got you on video, so why don't you just go ahead and leave? I have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My happiness is best served by standing in your face and say you are a fool and wrong. You have no authority over me. You have no authority over me. Quit spitting all over people. And then the lady says, quit spitting all over people. So the guy must be like spittling all over everyone uh. as he's yelling. Huh? He's spitting all over people. Do you need my ID? No, I don't. I need You're trying to witness that I'm wrong? No, if you touch me, I have proof. No, you threatened to hit me. I all have proof, not because, me, them. Because you're you. trying to fight everybody in the <laughs> damn store. Now, fight involves <laughs> contact, doesn't it? Yeah, and you're about in my contact. You bro. got. You're about in my contact. And when you go you're about in my contact? All right. In my face and threatened to hit me? You were this close, bitch. Because he you said it. You're this close, bitch. So wait a minute. Godly man has used the F-bomb how many times? What, two, three? And now he calls the lady a bitch? Oh, my God. All right. A few more seconds here. Get off my Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm about to knock him Do you want to take this phone? You threatened me, too. You threatened me. Ain't nobody threatening you. Get the hell out of the store. Then you would. Come, Come, you little mindless. You aren't even human. You're all the animal. You're not human. You're the animal and F the virus. What did he say? Thank you. Shut the door on him. And that's it. Oh, my God. Is that insane? He's ha He had some creative lines. I got to give him some credit. He just put some work into writing those. And then I have one more insane encounter. I don't know where this one is. The Walmart dude, that was at Walmart in Anchorage, Alaska. That happened on Sunday. And then this thing's floating around. If you do a search for the Walmart guy, you can find that on Google. It's floating all over social media. And this is a guy going nuts at a bank drive through I saw it on Twitter. And if you just do a search uh, for 50 Shades of Way, W-H-E-Y, this dude posted the video. And there's some guy, like a gray-haired guy, out of his car. Looks like his wife is driving. She's also elderly and gray-haired. And this guy is in the bank drive through lane. You know the lane closest to the building? You can drive and actually deal with the teller face-to-face -face with the glass. You're not putting stuff in the pneumatic tubes. And this guy is out of the car, and he's pounding on the glass of the bank. You know, that thick, heavy, drive-through teller bank glass outside. 
and he's just screaming. Listen. What the? Get on the goddamn car! No! <laughs> what the hell? I don't know what's wrong with this guy. If and he breaks this, I swear to God. And this lady's narrating, and he's just. These poor people. Guy was just pounding on the bank glass. My God. <laughs> Still screaming. And then they drive off. I, guys, I have no idea what's going on. People are losing their minds. What? What is that movie where people were afflicted with the virus and they threw themselves like in front of buses? What, what movie was that? Oh, wasn't that The Happening? Was that Happening? I don't know. M. Night Shyamalan? Or what was Bird Box? Was that the one where they had to cover their eyes? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, I think you're right. That was the Netflix thing. Listen, the thing with the banks is you can't go inside to do your dealings, so everybody has to wait in line. I was stuck for two hours last week. Are you serious? In line at the bank. Hey, Fester, is that your kids making noise back there, or is that Froggies? No, it's my kids. What are they doing? Fighting. They're taking a bath and they're punching each other. All I don't know. All right, Froggy, could you please be very, very quiet and maybe just peek your head out the door and just tell them, hey, guys, could you please be quiet while Daddy records the podcast? All right, hang on a second. All right. All right, let me just take care of this. This should go well. Hey! Be quiet, I'm doing a podcast! Flick me off. <laughs> what the, the kids are flicking them off? <laughs> yeah, Luke flicked me off. <laughs> <laughs> the five year old? The five year old. I taught him last week how to flick off people and he flicked me off. Oh my oh. God. Hey, Fester, you want to talk about your wife's Amazon spending? You got to check this out. So, Fester is entertaining me by texting me virtually every day on what gets shipped to his house via Amazon. Allison's going nuts buying just nutty, crazy stuff. Now, Fester, has this dress happened during COVID-19? Is this like as a result or some this behavior is new? No, no. We've had an Amazon Prime membership for about three years. No, I'm talking about the weird crap. I'm talking about the crazy stuff, the the weird stuff that's coming in. Well, see, I because she doesn't go to a store, she has no choice but to order it from that. I mean, maybe she always bought this weird stuff. I don't know, but I talked to her about what she's been purchasing lately. In the last week, right. <laughs> she, she she has purchased pimple pads. Gross. Fester, I know you sent me the whole damn list. So this week alone, this is what Fester has sent me. Allison has ordered lip liner. She ordered gator face masks for back to school. Now, first of all, the gators, they're saying that that's the worst face covering. That gators could be worse than wearing nothing at all that gators could actually exacerbate the spread. You're, the best How's is that possible? Uh, yeah, it's, it's insane. I'm telling, <laughs> univer- They're that bad that you could possibly get corona from them? Dude, University <laughs> of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, they did a whole study, and the best mask is the N95 without a valve. The second best are the regular surgical cheap procedure masks. You want to shoot for try to get the ASTM1, that's level one, or try to get a level three, which is even better. Those things are just behind the N95s. They do a pretty damn good job. But gators are like the worst. The fleece and the gators, they say that it could actually be worse than wearing no mask. It could actually, like a diffuser, and it could spread it and turn it into small particles and and, and send it everywhere. Now, look, listen, my kid's not going to go to school and have something pull on his ear. All day, so he needs that to keep a mask. It's about compliance yeah. at this stage. Uh, what else did your wife want? A little shaver, like what to shave little nubs and pills off? What? No, not a little shaver. She bought a turbo powered lint shaver. A lint shaver. When you t- when you start it up, it, it like needs an extra battery. It's like. All right, now Makes wait a minute. Everything smooth. Now, is the lint shaver to remove, like, when clothing gets, like, pills on it? Is that what it is? Yeah, well, what happened was a couple of the kids' stuffed animals got washed with a towel. Oh. And then we realized we didn't have a lint shaver, <laughs> so she had to buy the most expensive one on Amazon. Faster, how about you explain the horrible, ugly moose that you bought? <laughs> what is the? 
did she buy the moose or a, a faux mini moose head? What the hell is that? She bought a $200 miniature moose head. What? That's hand painted in China. In you China? You said that cost 200 bucks? What yes. the? Really? I'm looking at a picture. She paid $200 for this thing? Plus shipping. Oh, my God. Take Change the password on Amazon, man. She, it's not even, it's ugly. She she loves it. She loves it. She loves it. It's, 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 a, it's a name brand called McKinsey Child. And what? she makes all this whimsical, artsy crap. And I have a moose head in my house how big that is, is hand painted. How big is the moose head? Uh, from antler to antler is probably 14 inches. Oh, I don't know why I said that with a southern accent. All right, so wait a minute. You, you guys have gators, lip liner, lint shavers that are turbocharged. You've got a moose head and you got pimple patches. That's that's the week's worth of deliveries at your house. That was last week. This week, <laughs> oh my God. we have uh, this week, we all have COVID keys. You see this? Oh, I saw I those. A- yeah, that, that I saw that online. It popped up on my Instagram. That's like the, is it a brass key or something where you, yep. you're able to grab doors with the key? You put your finger through the loop and then you grab doors and stuff. Somebody invented that and is a millionaire, but poop sunglasses isn't going to work. <laughs> no. Come on. Listen, with the end of the COVID key, you don't press uh, your pin number. So I have a COVID key this week. We have, uh, she bought a jumper. She bought a tie dye jumper, which I guess is an outfit, she told me. Right. Uh, she bought uh, Birkenstocks. Uh, gold and silver Birkenstocks, and uh, dude, how much is she spending on Amazon? What is she costing a week? You know, what's funny was RVs. when this when this first happened, the pandemic first happened, and we were home. I actually felt like I was saving money by not going out, but I'm losing it all in <laughs> online purchases. Did you see the guy on Twitter that was talking about your RV selling, Fester? Yeah, I heard him. I saw him. This guy, he tweets me 2112 underscore BA on Twitter. He says, at Todd Schnitt, ask Big Dom Siciliano, that's Fester's Twitter handle, if RV sales are still skyrocketing. From what I hear regarding RV sales, he should be able to dump the town car for a new 2021 Lincoln Continental. To answer all of your questions, number, 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 B.A., um, yes, <laughs> RV sales are really, really busy right yeah. now. It's insane. And I'm never going to dump the town car. That is the best car I've ever owned. <laughs> but faster. He wants you to get rid of the 2004 beat-up Lincoln town car, and he wants you to get, I don't know if I've seen this yet, the new 2021 Lincoln Continental? It's beautiful. It's, it? it's a it's a beautiful car. And if I wanted it, I could probably get it. However, my car is also perfect for smoking cigars in. Right. And I, my, 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 my Lincoln is essentially an ashtray with car seats right now. I, know, I heard the same thing, that RV sales are going through the roof. Do you have inventory yet? Are you getting new units? Or can you not keep up with the sales because people want them so badly now during COVID-19? I tell you, of the last 20 RVs I sold, about eight of them have been on incoming units, things that are coming in. And you know, and for the ones that aren't claimed, they sell within a couple of days. It's incredible. Are you going to get in trouble? Are we allowed to talk about the sales guy that got recognized? <laughs> oh. could, could we could we talk about this without you getting in trouble? I don't care. It was, it was, it was the other way around. It was the other way around. All right, all right, all right, there's a crazy, crazy story here. I right, set my ass straight. How did okay. the story? Fester told me this, and I'm like, can we talk about this? Like, I don't know. It's a little touchy. And, you know, guy was in jail and everything, and he's a sales guy, and I work with him. Set my ass straight. How does the story go? I get a customer, really nice guy. Right. You know, and we, we start talking, and we start yeah. figuring out what kind of RV he's looking for. He had his lovely wife with him. And we're getting along really well. After about an hour and a half, two hours, we find the right RV for him, and we go inside to write it up. Let's let's make him the owner of it today. And when I'm at the sales manager's desk, another salesman comes up to me. And this happens frequently because you think you recognize a customer. Maybe he was your customer in the past, or you want to know what the scoop is. And the guy says, 
hey, who's your customer? And I, I read the name off, and it didn't ring a bell. He goes, the guy just looks so familiar. And this is a co-worker. This is a fellow sales guy at the RV place, right? Yeah, one of the other salesmen comes up to me. He's like, hey, I, I recognize that guy. All right, so what happened? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I, 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 this is his name. Have you, have you seen him? Maybe he was into the store before. No, no, no. So I get back to the desk and I start hey, talking. Hey, with Fester, the was he thinking maybe that you were snaking his customer? Maybe Look, that's what I was thinking. He was yeah. like, that might be my guy. Man. No, there's no, no snaking involved. If the customer doesn't ask for you, it's not your customer. Right, so there's right. no snaking. So I go back and I start talking with the guy again and I try to figure out what day he can come to pick up his RV. And he's like, no, 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 I, I, I can't come in on Wednesday. Wednesday's too busy. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, I, I, I work Wednesday. I was like, okay, what do you do for work? I work at the county jail. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. Excuse me one second. Now, was this Hillsborough County Jail or Polk County Jail? Do you know? He, he worked at the Hillsborough County Jail on Falkenberg. Right. I've been there numerous and- times. Not... Not as a bookie, but obviously on my Hillsborough County uh, Sheriff's Department ride-alongs over the years. I've been there a numerous times. You know, Falkenberg or Orient, uh, I've, I've seen them both. Well, it turns out my co-worker has been to the Falkenberg location one time himself. <laughs> this was the deputy that, I guess... Took him in, or, or 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 handled his paperwork, or whatever happened. I've never been arrested, amazingly. But you know, it, this deputy was the guy that processed him when he came in. Why did your say- wait? So your coworker got arrested? Yeah, well, that's by the-, the guy you're trying to sell an RV yeah. to. No, he he wasn't the arresting no, officer. Yeah. He was the officer who worked with them inside the prison. He was oh. he or was the jail. He was the jail deputy that w- did the intake. Or so your sales guy coworkers like, man, that guy looks awfully familiar. He looks <laughs> awfully familiar because he was the the guy you saw at the jail that probably did your cavity search and had you go <laughs> cough to see if anything was going to shoot out of your butt. Turns out my coworker was arrested in June and didn't tell anybody. For what? He was there for a DUI. Oh, jeez. All right. Yeah, it was a DUI. I mean, it's RV so, sales. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I was wondering why he can't go on test drives anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, you, can't, yeah. you can't go on test drives if you have a Dewey. Oh, Can yeah. I test yeah. drive it? Well, let me get another sales guy. Yeah, for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got I've got about zero tolerance for DUIs. Obviously, uh, many lives have been wrecked. So, MJ Morning Show podcast public service announcement: Don't drink and drive. Another public service announcement: If any of you deputies are looking for an RV, <laughs> yeah. you should come down and see me. Go see <laughs> Fester. Exactly. Send us an email. We'll get you a special Fester. That's a funny story. You know. Oh man, that's embarrassing. Here you recognize somebody. Where do I know you from? Well, unfortunately, the guy just opened up the can of worms and that everyone knows that he was arrested. The customer did not speak to the salesman. Every, I was like playing in the middle, you know, so I didn't introduce him to my customer. Like, oh, this guy knows you. Yeah, I, I, I booked him. No, no, nothing like that. He did didn't let, talk to the customer about it. Did you let him know it out that, quickly. that we know? Did you let your coworker know that you know? Because now you have something over him now. So you can get all kinds of goodness. I know how you work. Yeah. First of all, you know I'm pretty sketchy. Second of all, no, I didn't. Uh, he he knew he was up. He knew everybody was figuring it out as soon as I said he worked at the jail. The look on his face was like, oh. So everybody's looking up his mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fester Froggy, do you remember years ago when we got a hold of Judge Wapner's phone number? Oh, good old Judge Wapner. You, from I mean, the, that was a long time long ago. time ago. I found this old phone call where we got a hold of Judge Wapner's home telephone number out in California, and we called up like early in the morning. We get him on the phone. We'll play those at the very, very end of the podcast. In the meantime, Fester, I want to go through some email here. Could you tell me when Judge Wapner died, and that'll probably be able to help us date when this phone call okay. was from. So that'll. That'll be the closer. That'll be the icing on the cake of episode 39 of the MJ Morning Show podcast. Remember last week I was talking about I was going to stop the podcast soon. I'm going into the ice cream business. A flood, guys. A flood of email. People saying, hell no. Please don't quit. Keep it going. This is from Trevor Williams. Trevor, thank you for the kind email. Please stay from Deidre. 
Deidre writes, I started listening to the MJ and BJ show in high school. You guys would make calls to people at 5, 6 in the morning inquiring about the item they had for sale in the paper. At least I think it was. <laughs> yes, it was. We called that middle-of-the-night classifieds. Oh, and so great. That, that was funny stuff. Found it hilarious and never stopped listening. I'm now 39. My mornings have never been the same since the show ended. Morning radio talk shows suck. Since the podcast, it's the highlight of my week. More Froggy, please. Froggy, more of you. All right. Well, Ooh, well, I like that. Yeah. But instantly can I, like say, this I totally forgot about the middle of the night classified calls. Yeah, those were funny Holy as hell. God. But I'll take whatever I can get. Please do not end the podcast. Have you thought about doing new prank calls? Thanks for the laughs, Deidre. Deidre, thank mm. you. Yeah, I mean, Froggy, you, you want to do some new prank calls potentially or what? I mean, it sounds like a whole bunch of work, and I got this thing coming Deidre up. Deidre doesn't fully understand how little we're making on this podcast. <laughs> so thank you, Deidre, but we have years of prank calls to fall back on. Here's a text message that came in from Clavin in St. Louis. Clavin writes, here I am at work at an assisted living facility dying laughing at the projectile vomit call from the recent <laughs> podcast. Laughed so hard I nearly fainted. Also a little toot. <laughs> oh, he did a little, a little laugh part. Uh, uh, Do you, does he need to be dying laughing at the assisted living yeah. facility? What are you laughing at, Donnie? <laughs> this is a poor word choice. Yeah. Hey, Don Stanley, the Dementia Don dude, uh, can you do a little uh, message for Clavin at the assisted living facility? Well, thank you for listening, Clavicle. <laughs> I appreciate everything you do for me. But why would your parents name you after part of the body? I don't understand. Another text message here. This is from Melanie. All right, Melanie oh. and Aaron, or Melanie Aaron. I mean, maybe it's her middle ah, name. Ah, yes, uh, double team. She, she writes, my twin <laughs> sister Mandy took my daughter Megan to meet you, MJ Todd, at the Riverview PDQ Grand Opening. I remember that. On this day six years ago, we have been longtime listeners and were beyond excited when the podcast came back. Love you all. So glad to have you back. Melanie Aaron. Yeah, I guess that's her name. Melanie Aaron. Great to hear from you. Thank you, M.E. Appreciate it. All right. One other email here. Please don't stop the podcast. I look forward to them weekly. I missed you all when you went off the air and truly enjoy your weekly podcast. Truthfully, I wish it were on more often. In fact, thanks for the entertainment. Here's my question. I've emailed before and I've listened for years and have always wondered if Froggy is just a persona or an over-exaggerated version of himself, or does he really have angry neighbors and old ladies that he leaves laying on the ground of the 7-Eleven? I've always wanted to know, just curious, Amy in Jacksonville. Froggy? Amy, what makes you think I wouldn't leave an old lady on the ground at 7-Eleven <laughs> during a pandemic? I mean, of course it's the real me. My neighbors suck. People who don't wear masks suck at the store and they fall on the ground. And that's it. It's just me. I don't fake. Did you exaggerate how much dog poop you have in your yard? <laughs> My lawn guy's tires were caked <laughs> with dog poop. All right, folks. Spread the word that the MJ Morning Show podcast is back. All of the past episodes, all of the information, all of the platforms that we're on, mjmorningshow.com. So here's your mission. Go ahead and tell like 100 people that the MJ Morning Show is back. Go to mjmorningshow.com for all the information. Email me, MJ, at mjmorningshow.com. That's MJ at mjmorningshow.com. Simply MJ at mjmorningshow.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail or send a text message, the hotline is 813-467-6290. That's 813-467-6290. For text messages or to leave a voicemail, might even use your voicemail here on the podcast. On Twitter, give me a follow at Todd Schnitt. That's at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And on Instagram, I am certified Todd Schnitt. So give me a follow there as well. Let's leave you. With, this is an oldie. Oh, Fester, did you find out when Judge Wapner died? Uh, this doesn't help us at all because he died in 2017. Oh, what? really? How Judge Wapner died 
No, the tender age of 97. Holy frig, really? Judge Wapner died just three years ago at the age? Judge Wapner, time for Judge Wapner. <laughs> Judge Wapner, time for Judge Wapner. Judge Wapner. That's amazing. That is incredible. I, I, I would have thought he died in like 94, 95. Apparently 2017. Here Jesus. we go. I don't know when the hell this was, but we got to hold the Judge Wapner's number. He was just a wee bit cranky, and we'll see you for the next podcast, folks. Hello? Uh, Judge Wapner, please. Who's calling? Uh, this is Freddie from the golf course. Freddie from the golf course? Yes, I was uh, asked to call him to invite him to join a foursome later today. He doesn't play golf. Oh. Uh, this is Judge Wapner from the People's Court, right? Right. Yeah, is he, is he available? Actually, I'm I'm the golf pro, and, and um, I'm really a big fan. I would like to get an autograph if possible. Where are you calling from? I'm uh, down the street at the uh, golf uh, facility. Golf facility. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm Teddy. I'm the golf pro, and and, and one of our members over at uh, Shady Grove, and one of our. I don't think you. I don't think you. You don't sound very legitimate to me. Shady Grove is where? In what town? Uh, it's in Woodland Hills. Um, you know, actually, one of one of my um, uh, students, because I'm an instructor, uh, one of my students apparently knows Judge Wapner and said, excuse "Hey, excuse me, excuse me, just a minute. Here, here's the phone number, and you know, oh, there's Judge. There's Judge Wapner. Oh, he's not calling me. He wants an autograph. Hello. Hello. Hi, Mr. Wapner, Judge Wapner. Who, who, who is this? Uh, this is Teddy. I'm a golf pro locally, and as somebody that I instruct uh, knows you. And, who is that? And uh, uh, Phil, Phil Gazole. Phil Gazole? Yeah. I don't know anybody by that name. Uh, I instruct Phil uh, every week, and I guess he knows you, and uh, he gave me your phone number from a friend that I was hoping, you know, maybe I can get an autograph or a picture with you to put up in the in the pro shop. Well, I'm sure. What, what time is it? Uh, it's a little after six. Yeah, well, this is a hell of a lot of nerve calling me at this hour, and I'm not going to talk to you, and I'm not going to give you any autograph, and thank you very much. Goodbye. The MJ Morning Show. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs> 